I would feel more optimistic about a bright future for man if he spent less time proving he can outwit nature and more time tasting her sweetness and respecting her seniority. From E.B. White Hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall and this is the Avenaggio Almanac devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for April 30th to May 7th, 2021, the last quarter of the Pink Moon. And here are some uh, natural events. Spring, of course, continues to march double time across the downeast landscape. The shad bush, Emelanchier, is known as serviceberry, high bush blueberry, Juneberry, and also Saskatoonberry, is coming into bloom along the roadsides. So named because it bloomed while the shad were running, as they do no more. The shad bush is a shrub or a small tree with smooth gray bark and five thin white petals against a copper background. Its late summer berries look like blueberries, maybe a little less flavorful, but just as nutritious. In former times, they were pounded into pemmican with dried meat, and then in the fields, bluets, blue violets, white dog-tooth violets are in bloom, and dandelions are coming on in town. Along the roadsides, the yellow coltsfoot, one of our earliest flowers, is going by now with thick white seed heads, which look a lot like a dandelion. Beside them rise the primitive green stalks of the horsetail rush, equisetum, also known as pot rush, for its gritty silicates, useful for scrubbing pots. And in the orchards and in the backyards, Early apples are showing a little bit of pink in their buds. Here's a mountain report. The blueberry barrens up above the Wardwell pasture were bronze under an empty blue sky. White buds and a few tiny bell-shaped flowers dotted the low glossy bushes, and a few bumblebees nuzzled and bumbled all, all along the ground. A hermit thrush fluted from the woods nearby, while the sparkling bay stretched off to the islands and out to the open ocean. Suddenly a great dark shadow ran along the ground, and I looked up to see a silent osprey soaring from east to west on still wings. And here's a saltwater report. Memory returns to ospreys diving at me as I paddle too near their huge stick-built nest in Conry Cove. Or ospreys perching silent and ghostly on gray snags at Red Cove on Cobbs Cook Bay. Like their slightly larger cousins, the bald eagles, ospreys were once few 
due to the ravages of DDT. But now they inhabit every continent but Antarctica, circling and chirping over the waters, and then folding their wings and dropping like a stone into the waves to rise with a quivering fish in their talons. Once ospreys lined the banks of brooks and streams, filling their bellies with millions of alewives migrating upstream. And maybe they will again one day. Now here's a rank opinion. Uh, there is something about a huge flesh-eating bird flying overhead that chills the blood and fills the soul with awe and wonder. As with the mythic rock, the griffin, the thunderbird, or the great speckled bird of the Bible, the mighty hunter suddenly becomes the startled quarry of a feathered demigod. Is this great speckled bird the angel of death or the winged judgment of earth on our thoughtless polluting of the waters and our heedless destroying of habitat? Does it smell the horrid oil slicks and see the insidious microplastics coursing through the food chain? Does it know who has relentlessly and greedily ruined our salmon rivers by careless logging and pillaging the Gulf of Maine by overfishing? Does it see our guilt with its keen eyes and long to seize our offending bodies with cruel talons and tear our flesh from bone with hammering hooked beak in righteous indignation? No, the osprey wants no vengeance, no violence, no victory. It wants only to tend its nest, feed itself and its young. It wants only to soar on silent wings, to live by the water, and to die that its young may live. That is enough for the osprey and for every other creature. And why is it not enough for us? Finally, a couple of seed pods to carry around with you. The first one from Albert Clark. In our daily lives, we must see that it is not happiness that makes us grateful, but the gratefulness that makes us happy. And from a Vietnamese proverb, when eating fruit, think of the person that planted the tree. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself.